damn, you gotta stop burping, first of all. I'm sorry. I'm so- okay, that was my last one. I need to stop drinking is what's going on. Because every time I drink, I'm like, Bleh. I say that as I'm taking a sip, but I have like carbonated beverage right now. But I feel like I can control my burp, so it's okay. No, I have no excuse. I'm drinking water. <laughs> How does that make you burp? Yeah, man, you never burped H2O before? No, I don't think unless it's carbonated like a LaCroix or um, there's a lot of carbonated waters, actually. No. I'm drinking the sparkling I'm- ice water right now. You had Topo Chico's? What the hell is that? No. It's a spark. Oh, you would love that then. It's a sparkling water um, beverage. And they have like different flavors. Like there's lime flavor, grapefruit, all that stuff. But you could just get the regular one. Um, okay. And just really, really crisp sparkling water. I, speaking of drinking real quick before we get into it, I had for the first time a, te- a tequila sunrise. For the first time? Yeah. I don't think it was okay. It was, it was a strong, like... My friends, my um, well, he is my friend, but the way that I, isn't it so weird that we do that? Another side note: we're we're getting back on track in a second. So it's isn't good that it we're weird? getting all of these little like thoughts out <laughs> at the very beginning. <laughs> well, you know what's cool too. I think that like in these beginning moments that we record, we could take because this is what I used to do. We we could take like funny moments that we had here and play it before the actual episode plays, and then play the little intro jingle and then the actual episode, like a mini cold open, if you will. Yeah, but what I was gonna say is that let's say you met someone through someone. At least for me, I never say, "Oh, that's my friend." Even though they're they're my friend, I'm always like, oh, well, my friend's husband, you know, and it's like, why do I need to establish the lineage of how we became friends in that case? You know, is that how you refer to me? Like to your friends? No, I don't. Well, no, I mean, like, I always say you're, you're my friend, but then I always go, well, it's weird because they're both my friends, but they're married. No, no. Yeah. Like, I, I, I wouldn't I, take offense to that either, because I, I know that that's just kind of like a, a habitual you know, thing. So I, I like, like I do you ever do mad. that? Do you do that with people when you like have a friend of association? Like, would you be like Daniela's friend or like a friend of Daniela's? That's also my friend, you know, or you just be like my friend? No, right? I'm not going to lie. I actually kind of do like, especially like I'll have a like if she's more friends with Daniela, I will say Daniela's friend. And even right. though like we've hung out together like a few times, if this person is like cl- like more closely associated with Daniela, I'll just call her Daniela, Daniela's friend, which honestly, like, you know, is, is probably not the best <laughs> because right. like, you know, still my friend too. And I feel kind of bad, like looking at it hindsight, but it really is just, is just like a habitual thing. It is a habitual thing. Cause I was, that's, that's how I was going to say, I was going to be like, well, my friend's husband. I'm like, well, he's my friend too. I don't know why I'm the fuck I'm saying that. But anyway, he did pour a lot of Don Julio into my drink. So Dang, dude. Okay. Okay. Well, that's good. You're talking about him, not me. I was like, don't refer to me <laughs> as your friend's husband. Yeah. No, Would you no, say no. that you and I have become closer, at least close enough to the same level as you and Danielle? Yeah. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> All right. So I think we good. can start now. <laughs> good. Good. Glad. <laughs> All right, we have cool. a podcast so, together, so we, yeah, I'm, I'm I'd, I'd hope so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we can we could do this. Hey guys, and hey gays, and welcome back to another episode of Hetero Homo and a Mic. Woo! This is we usually where I'd back. cue the uh, the media thing, you know, where the the clapping noise. But I completely forgot how to do that because it's been it's a while. okay. Yeah, we we're, we're a little rusty. 
So I'm very excited to be back. I'm very excited to start season two. Season one was a very rough trial run. So hopefully this season, we are going to be a little bit more proficient in things. Yeah. Should should we do like a quick little recap since we're almost like, I feel like starting fresh. Just like the purpose of the pod and just kind of why we're doing this, this and that. Yeah. So um, let's start off with a little bit of changes that we've done. So people can like know, so they know that we're a little bit official here. So we have a little jingle now, as you heard that we just played. So hopefully that would help like distinguish which episodes you're listening to. Because season one, man, it was kind of hard to see what episode like left off and started off. So we have an intro and an outro now. Very exciting. (laughs) And if you look at the podcast like Spotify page or the episode that you're listening to now, we actually have artwork. Even though I loved Gabe's hand drawing photo, we have a actual graphic design now it's, it's all right yeah, i'll official. never compete with ai so <laughs> well i wasn't gonna tell the people it was ai and listen i <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> listen i am not a supporter of ai art i mean i am because i'm using it for my podcast but let it be known we reached out to several people to draw it and they're just busy people are doing things the world is burning canada's forest fires it's crazy so ai art is where we're at right now for the time being so that's new. And then with this episode two, we've introduced new segments. We've introduced a little bit more of a structure. We're just trying to find your footing. So we do, from last season, we brought back the old intro, the hey, gay, hey, guys. And we have our still our old outro. But we have a little bit more new segments, like I said. And it, they're pretty exciting. And yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Brandon. I know that you kind of went through the efforts of the the intro, the outro, and, and the... Uh drawings as well you know the cover of it and i've just kind of been <laughs> sitting back relaxing you know just waiting <laughs> waiting to use my voice literally and you know i want to say too that um on apologies because we did record some episodes season one ended with probably eight or nine episodes i'm not sure but we had like three in the bank didn't get to use them so i'm sorry for those people because we actually had our first guest and we didn't air it that's so true yep So apologies there, but let's do a little quick intro. So those that are first listening know who we are, why we're starting the podcast and what can they expect? Do you want to do it? Do you want me to do it? Yeah, sure thing. Um, Basically, the way that we have kind of wanted to uh, start this podcast and build it all up was just because um, we kind of want to continue the similar perspectives from the first uh, season. So a lot of just like talking about... um, media about uh, current events about stuff going on in our lives it's more of a conversationalist podcast and uh just for us to uh be able to have this outlet uh, of expression and really excited to do it with uh with brandon yeah so gabe and i also too we've known each other for quite a while now um so it's not like two strangers on a podcast and we came up with the name because gabe is heterosexual and i am a homosexual if you can't tell by my voice and so we were like, cool, it's a cool dynamic. Yeah. And we're both Latino. This is so, so that's weird fun. to label to label us as heterosexual and homosexual. Because it's <laughs> it's accurate. It's it's accurate, but like have you ever called yourself that before? No, it's really funny because I never really referred to myself as gay. You know, I just live my life, which is a privilege, don't get me wrong. But when I have to be like, Oh yeah, that's right, like I am different, it's like, whoa. <laughs> yeah and i guess it is the kind of central theme of the podcast is just kind of having a, a straight and gay guy get together 
uh, right. and, and just talk about things, uh, which I think is a, <laughs> honestly a pretty, pretty nice dynamic. You don't see it too much, I feel like. Right. So we can talk about things like how I talked about drag last season and hopefully we can find more topics like that, that we can talk about. But, um, yeah, I loved, I loved your, the topics that you'd write down. Like the climate change one was, was definitely one of my favorites. That was a good episode. So if you guys <laughs> want to go back <laughs> and listen to some old episodes, <laughs> but also don't judge us for the quality. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't hold us to the standard that we are now at. But um, speaking about gay and heteros, this is where it's really going to show because in our new segment that we're going to introduce, it's what are we watching and listening to? Because if you know us, we're always watching or listening to something new. And it's very drastic in what we're watching and listening to. Yeah. And in, and in a way, it's kind of almost fused at times, too. And I, and I love those when you'll teach <laughs> when you'll tell me about a show and then I'll start watching it and then I'll get really, really into it. Um, yeah, and that has yet to happen with with some that I know you're you're going to mention, but I have a few as well that I'm excited to talk about. All right, so do you want to start off first with what you're watching, or you want to want me to start off? Um, yeah, I can go ahead. I think a good one that's that's uh ac- was actually discussed in a previous episode was uh, Cake Boss because <laughs> you had mentioned you had mentioned Cake Boss before, and I had never seen that show in my life. And uh, you've never seen it? Yeah, never even seen clips of it or anything. And then my wife actually uh showed me the show for the first time uh, a couple weeks ago and honestly it's so entertaining and it's so short too like every episode's only i think like 20 minutes or something like that so mm-hmm. yeah yeah very good show i was not expecting the uh almost like italian mafia type of uh <laughs> characters that we have presented on the show dude it's very much that i also love um the show because what season are you on right now by the way We've been jumping around to be completely honest with you. Like okay. I, it wasn't one of those where I, it started <laughs> off by just looking up the best episodes. Cause my wife was like, come on, let's like, let's watch the show. Cause you've like never seen it before. And I was like, okay, let's do it. And so I was looking up like the, the best episodes to watch. And we were kind of bouncing around, you know, the, the earlier seasons. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's, it's honestly so, so well, fun Cake to watch. Boss is not a show that you have to watch chronologically to right. <laughs> understand what's happening. At some points, I would say yes, but it's nothing like lore based, you know. There's no story arcs that, you know, there's like final <laughs> bosses and stuff, you know, recurring characters. Buddy, to... Buddy's like dark arc or whatever. But what's yeah. um, what's funny is that I was going to ask if you noticed that how scripted sometimes it feels. Oh, 100%. Yeah, I, I know for a fact that a lot of these shows can't be completely, you know, just off the rip because this the the stuff that they present is way too entertaining at times <laughs> like Dude, there's no way that this much happens in a cake shop i i love for real first of all let's put that out there second of all i just love the moments where they're like okay we got a really huge order we're making like a six foot cake fondant rice krispies pvc pipes all this shit and then like a last minute they're like we're gonna put it in the truck and we're driving 15 miles to downtown and then they get it and they go, you won't believe it. The van crashed in the river. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, what? I'm like, what the How hell is happening happen? here? So that they had to rebake, rebuild the cake, bake it, whatever. And it's like, okay, you definitely had a second cake prepped. Let's get that out there. And then they're like, we got to walk this. There's an episode I wanted to talk about so bad. And I, it's the most popular one. I'm sure you've seen it. But the one with the bridezilla where she like absolutely hates her cake 
And she comes in. Do you know which one I'm talking about? She comes into the shop and she grabs like a icing bag. Yeah. And she just starts like putting all this icing on the cake. And he's just yes. fucking shocked. That's a really early season pool too. I think that's like yeah, season one or two. Yeah, I think two. that was the first episode we watched. And I was like, damn, this is crazy. Yeah, she was she was really off her rockers. But I'm also like, that's kind of a serve. <laughs> Like, how you, crazy. first of all, first of all, how are you going to walk into a cake shop and just do that? Like, who's not who's not stopping here? He's like, I just want you to know that you really offended me with what you did here. But he was like, he like played the better guy and he like made her a whole new cake when nobody else wanted to make it. Didn't he talk to the mom and the mom was like, yeah. I'm so sorry. Can you please? Well, I would have been like, look, Publix is open. Just go. That that's why or he did it is there. because he had like a good relationship with the mom apparently. So it's fucking gay. Couldn't be me, dude. Could not be <laughs> me. One of the shows that I'm watching right now. Um, so I'm watching two. And since you did a reference to an older episode, I guess I'll do this one. One of the ones I'm currently watching right now is Kitchen Nightmares again. Love Kitchen Nightmares. Oh, that's a classic. I love Kitchen Nightmares. Classic. Yeah. It's so good. And uh, I just always find it funny that Gordon comes into these restaurants and he's like, all right, so what's the issue? And I'm like, how? Okay, we can drop the charade. Like, we know what the issue is. It's the fucking food. But it's always something, dude. It's always like the customers hate us, our location, our design. And I'm like, bitch, do you see what you're fucking serving? That's like throw up on a plate. I will never understand how the some owners on this show, like they all ask for Gordon to come help them. And then they get super defensive and angry when he starts like giving them criticism. <laughs> like, what was my, the point then? Of having my favorite, my favorite is, um, it's like this soul food restaurant. It's like, um, Mama Mama Jeans, Mama something's like soul food kitchen or whatever. Yes, and then they one, fi- he finds a rat at the entrance. No, you're thinking of a different one. But that one's I live for that one as well. It's um. Mrs. Jean's Southern Cuisine. Mrs. Jean's Southern and Cuisine. And so basically, I don't know where it's at, but she serves soul food. And it's like this owner. And she's like really sweet. But she's she's like the definition of I can be your angel. I can be your devil. And she meets Gordon. And she does one of those. First of all, I love when owners are like, let me meet Gordon before he actually comes to the restaurant. And basically what it is, is let me tell you the shit, Gordon. My staff fucking sucks and I hate all of them. And it's like, whoa, <laughs> it's only three minutes into the episode. It's so basically, here. yeah, so basically that's what she does. And he gets to the restaurant and they're like, no, she's like fucking crazy. Anyway, like a whole drama situation. The food's obviously shit. But that episode is so funny to me because they serve a hamburger and the bun, bro, looks like someone beat the shit out of it. And I laugh at it because he, it's not even served to Gordon. It's served to like a random customer. He grabs it off their plate and brings it back to the kitchen. And the owner starts going hysterical, being like, please <laughs> tell me we did not serve that out there. Y'all are killing me. What are you doing to me? This is my life. And I'm just like, I know I feel so bad because that's like real people. But it's just so funny to me. I'm like, oh, my God. And you wonder why your restaurant's going down, you know? Can I mention I also love when Gordon like talks to other tables and warns them about stuff or he tells them like don't eat that. (laughs) Yeah he's like he's put that away don't touch that. My favorite yeah I love when um either the restaurant owners are you know a little like um cuckoo I guess yeah and I love when um 
I don't know. I love when it's kind of like grimy and like, it's just like, oh my God, what the fuck are you doing here? Kind of situation. Yeah. The other one I thought you were talking about at first was the one where she has like all those records on the wall. Oh my God. She has the, like her mom is like really, really sweet, but she's like in denial. You know which one? I remember the records because Gordon commenting why is there records hanging from the ceiling or something like that. Yeah, and this is the part where you mentioned where some of these shows are scripted. The table, he sits at a table and the record just falls off the wall and it has a giant hole in the wall. I I think he takes the record off or something. (laughs) He's like playing with it and then it falls and there's a massive hole in the wall. So they were just putting the records up to like cover the hole, I guess. I'm not saying Gordon's a bad actor, but there's some moments where it's just like very scripted because they'll be like, um, they'll be like, um, I really hope Gordon doesn't find out that like I have a drinking problem. And he walks into the restaurant and then he gets like served a wine glass and he's like, wow, it's a little too early for that. And they're like, oh, it's never too early. And he's like, actually, it is. And I'm like, that is so fucking scripted. Like, get out of here. (laughs) You knew what they were doing. I like to believe it isn't because it's it's just so fun to think that he's just <laughs> love, so savage as hell. It's roasting all these people. I love to live in my delusion of kitchen nightmares being a reality. Um, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like I could talk about shows all day. One that I really, really want to cover is um, Milf Manor. All right. So have you, <laughs> this show is so my little sister showed me the show and it is godsend. I, I encourage anybody out there to watch the show. It's it's really short. It's only like uh, 10 or 12 episodes, something like that. It's one season. So the concept of the show is that all these moms go to this island. Oh, my God. Stop right there. <laughs> Please stop right there. <laughs> they take okay. mothers and they send them to an island for a dating show. Exactly. What the and fuck is happening d- with the children? To find some love. Um, this is the part where I'm like, okay, they have to know what they're getting into because... The teens at the same time are going to a reality dating show. The the, the kids, the kids of these moms. Oh my they God. find out on the island that they are on the same dating show. So all these moms are on a dating show with all their sons and they basically have to like date amongst each other. <gasps> They're dating each other's sons? Yes. That's vile. That's wicked. That's sick. you and I go to an island and our moms also go unknowingly, let's say. And then it's revealed that like, oh, these are the women that you're dating on the show. And it's like our moms are are on the, on the island. So like, I'll go on a date with your mom and you'll go on a date with like my mom type of thing. That's a very big problem because I'm not attracted to moms. (laughs) But yeah, yours would be like a, what, Dilf, Dilf Manor? Dilf Dilf Island, Dilf Manor. Honestly, I, yeah. I'd I'd be down for that show. I'd be down for that show. Not even gonna cap. You said you know. Now that I think about it, yeah, I was like, now that you put it in the perspective of dilfs, maybe they're on to something. But it's crazy because like the show, like you'll start to they'll do really. There's like this weird underlying. I feel like kink of like mom and son <laughs> going on in this show because of how like creepy some of the moms are with their own sons. I think it's like you know. Uh, if it's sons, you know, they don't have a dad. I don't think straight men have daddy issues. I think it's more like mommy issues because yes, I guess mommy's always there. So it makes sense in a way. Exactly. And then the challenges on the show are like kind of creepy. Like it'll be the sons. 
showing the moms how they like eat pussy and it'll be oh like God. like imagine doing that in front of your mom and stuff like the challenges are crazy and one of them was like to reveal uh something that you've never told your mom and then the moms reveal something they never told their sons but they do it uni- uh, unanimously anonymously not unanimously um <laughs> <laughs> wrong wrong use of word there um they do it anonymously and they have to guess which one is their mom and which one is their like and the moms have to guess which one is their son. So the son will say something like, I was in a uh, seven-person orgy. And the mom oh will have God. to like, and then, yeah, the mom will be like, oh, that's my son. And then <laughs> it's like super, super weird like that. And so there's one in specific that the one of the mom's secrets is I slept with my son's best friend and I never told him. Oh, and my God. When, the, when the son finds out, he like loses his shit. He's like, he gets really, really like just sad. <laughs> the whole like vibe of that, <laughs> that dude like changes when he finds out his mom slept with his best friend. And so he gets like really, really drunk and he gets this naked is, in like, the pool. Traumatizing. Yeah, this, this is honestly, there's a lot to unpack with this show. But yeah, that's that's basically the premise of the show. It's It's only 12 episodes. You need to watch that. Where is it on? It's on uh, TLC, I believe. So is that that's um that's Max Discovery, right? Oh yeah, Black actually Warner. now it'd be on a, uh, it'd be on Max now, Max and right. Discovery, because I guess they merged or whatever. Right. Um, yeah. Which is weird because Discovery is still its own streaming platform right now, which we're not going to get into, but whatever. I think we had a whole episode talking about streaming services. <laughs> we love that. I mean, yeah. it's true. It's so never. Next episode. <laughs> um, but speaking of that and how obviously irritated I sound, time for our next segment, which is what grinds our gears today. Because at least for me, I always get pissed about something, if you know me. So I like to vent a little bit. And right <laughs> now, which we have in common, is that it is too fucking hot, dude, with all these fucking mosquitoes. Like, it is a literal Southern dream. And I say that sarcastically. No, 100%. I, we both live in Florida. We live, like, what, like uh, 30 minutes away from each other? Yeah. We're experiencing the same heat, like, all day long. And it's, like, super, super humid outside. It's so fucking humid. Like, if you don't live in Florida, which I'm assuming you all do, but let's first say you don't, um... It is like, you know, it's not in the um the hundreds. It's like mainly in the 90s and 80s, which is like, okay, cool, whatever. But the humidity is making it feel like at times 110, 115. Right, it's crazy. exactly. Have you gone to like the the beach or like tried going like out and like walking around Dude. recently? Or no? Oh my God, yes. So I actually went to the beach maybe like two weeks ago or so. And um, okay, look, this is where climate change actually gets involved because I used to be able to go to the beach and like my back never burns. Like my front and my back never burns. It's usually my shoulders, like the nose bridge and the cheeks and like the back of my neck, right? Never burns. And then so I didn't put sunblock on my back this time. Listen, I know it's my mistake, but listen, I didn't put the sunblock on my back. So I was like, whatever, I don't get sunburn on my back. And I think I fell asleep. I'm pretty sure I fell asleep. Oh, God. And I got the worst fucking sunburn of my life, dude. It was like borderline second degree sunburn. For three days, I had to take the max amount of um, ibuprofen over the counter, which is 1,200 milligrams. It was so bad. The fourth day, it finally like didn't hurt unless I moved, like crunched, I guess. 
to the sides. But um, yeah, really, really bad. And I, even um, the back of my knees got burnt and some parts of my calves got burnt. And only just now have my calves started peeling because it wasn't as serious as a burn as my back was. On your brain. Insane. You didn't have like a little like a beach canopy or like a little umbrella? I like fucking that. did. This is what I'm <laughs> saying. Like it is so hot. Like OMG. Like what the hell? <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> like God was really trying to like cook me that day. Really trying to cook me. The sun was That's what really it feels baking. like every time you walk outside now. It just feels like you're walking into like a massive oven. <laughs> Literally. Like oh my God. And you can talk about this mosquitoes because it's more of a you problem, but I definitely agree that it is a problem, but I haven't I, ran into many issues about it. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be as upset with going outside on walks with my dog. Um, if it weren't for, uh, there's this little patch of grass where I take my dog, uh, on a walk by mm-hmm. and I call this a uh, Skeeter district because I've, uh, <laughs> cause it, I've never experienced this in my life. I like walk to this patch of grass and it's like a swarm of mosquitoes. It, especially in like the early mornings, I guess that's when they're like really out. But, um, they just attacked me, dude. They just started like just, just attacking they just started me. started shooting at you, stabbing you all over what the place. All it was over, something where it was out. just like, <laughs> like every couple seconds was me just smacking a different part of my body. And I probably looked insane <laughs> to everybody else. You're like fighting apartment. off like a thousand like mosquito soldiers and people are just looking out their window and they're like, what the fuck is he doing? I felt like I was in a war against these mosquitoes. And like my dog was taking a really long time to poop today out of all days. And Which so one? I'm just sitting there like smacking my legs. Uh, it was my uh, Dalmatian Maggie. Okay. Is Rosie a quick shitter? <laughs> Honestly, Rosie is. She 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 gets right to the point. Oh, today's her, uh, today's say. her birthday, by the way. Oh, happy birthday, Rosie. Happy birthday, Rosie. Rosie, we got honestly, her some treats. Like, I, <laughs> sounds like a little side tangent here, but Rosie seems like she just like she knows what she wants. She's A to B. She's like, I have to shit. I'm going to shit. Like, she's not playing. 100%. Yeah, that's how she is. Maggie, on the other hand, does, like, cartwheels. She'll go in circles. She'll do everything for, like, you know, the longest time. And then she'll finally squat and pee. Can you re- um, remind the viewers or listeners who uh, what kind of dog Rosie is? Uh, Rosie is a French bulldog. She's a little tank. French bulldog. Little tank. Yeah. She's, she's kind of um, built, too. She's kind of built and, like, chunky. She's like Danny she's, DeVito. Yes, like Danny DeVito, exactly. <laughs> she's, she's Danny DeVito reincarnated. Rosie's Danny DeVito. <laughs> and then my Dalmatian is the complete opposite. <laughs> she's oh like tall, lanky, super skinny. <laughs> it's so yeah. funny because she is like just short and like stout. And it's like, okay, you're kind of built, bro, but you also kind of like pudgy. But like she kind of has like the attitude of like, I don't know. My it. wife heard us comparing Rosie to Danny DeVito and she was shook. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> what? Dude. And then you also have you also have a cat named Lucy and she's a black cat. Exactly. And we have Lucy as well. Yes. Thank you for reminding me of my family, Brandon. <laughs> yeah, we have okay. we have a black cat named Lucy and she uh is a year old. She's our youngest baby. And so yeah, that we have just a house full of animals. How are, how are they handling the heat? Do they like like it? 
they get really, really tired. Like we'll walk out yeah. for a few minutes and then you could already tell when they're like just ready to go back. They're like panting and they're like turning back now. They don't care to keep, you know, dragging me forward. So we our, our walks now don't really last uh, too long, at least while the heat continues. Well, you know, that's how it's fucking too hot out right now, dude. So that's how you know, dude. That's how you know. Fucking Florida, dude. Grinds my fucking gears. That's a continuous topic. Just Florida. Grinds my gears. Well, we got the mosquito repellent finally, and then now we've been using that, and that helps a little bit. Do you know? Okay, so for those also who don't know, Florida has such a mosquito problem that I would say around like 10, 11 p.m., there's a truck that comes around, and it sprays like just this huge cloud of like, I don't know, insecticide, but I guess it's like safe. I would hope so. But I always thought about like, Side tangent. I always thought about like, what the fuck would I do if I was outside and I heard the mosquito truck coming? Like, am I supposed to start running? <laughs> like, or just get like mosquito spray in my face? Dude, I would run into that cloud. You <laughs> you're like, I'm actually running into it. I'm like, okay, I'm not getting bitten home. by mosquitoes for days after this. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I don't know if the, the spray is like a deterrent or it actually kills mosquitoes and are, or maybe both. But I'm always like, damn, if someone's outside right now, R.I.P. Yeah. I don't know if it's my like irresistible glistening Latin skin, but these mosquitoes like just they just swarm to me every time. So I'm not saying that I don't get bit, but I feel like I don't get bit as much as other people. And I feel like it's because I'm Puerto Rican. I don't know if that makes any sense, but... I feel like mosquitoes don't really fuck with Puerto Ricans. And if you're a Puerto Rican that gets fucked by mosquitoes, like you get fucked by it. There's like no in between. Like there's no in between. Like you either get fucked up by mosquitoes or you don't. That's from my personal experience, at least. Yeah. Yeah. Never heard it put that way before. It was very <laughs> descriptive. I get fucked by mosquitoes. You get fucked by them. Um, but enough about mosquitoes and heat. We're actually going to go to the main topic of this episode, which is just going to be a little bit of a recap episode. We've been dropping little, you know, tidbits here and there about our lives. But we're actually going to talk about what's happened in the last four months since we've last recorded. Because a lot can happen in four months. So let's see. <clears throat> oh, my God. Do you hear my voice just get like so like that was weird. So let's yeah, see what you know, happens. I puberty right away. <laughs> So let's see let's see what happened between us um in these last 4 months. So if you want to start Gabe because I know that you have some I don't want to say like weird but they're kind of interesting topics <laughs> on your list here. <laughs> we made a little list here of topics. When you said main part of the podcast, I was like, "Oh shit, we actually have like a main section of the podcast. Completely forgot about that." Yeah. Um this is yeah, why we no. have the document, Gabe. <laughs> exactly. This is why we have our notes pulled up. We're very, very professional now. Um, so, yeah, uh, four months, like you said, it's been a it's been a long time. And in that time period, I feel like we have a bunch of stuff to catch up on. Because um, for the viewers that don't know, like um, Brandon and I, we we live pretty close, but we don't really see each other too often. And we so when hate we have each other. Yeah, we absolutely <laughs> despise each other so that we've, we've limited our hangouts to just podcast episodes. <laughs> so basically, it's and it's, and it's been quite some time now. We've only seen each other, I think, like once since then. Probably. Yeah, it was um, before my birthday. Before your birthday, that's right. Yeah. I think it was like and a so, week before my birthday, which yeah. was the second week of March for anyone listening. Yeah. Um, 
And I should uh, apologize. So we were going to meet uh, earlier last week, but I had this craziest work week and just working has been pretty insane overall recently. So um, quick recap of what I do as well. I am a developer, so I work from home. Um, and so I do like a lot of coding, a lot of programming. And um, I'm the manager at my company currently. Uh, what? Is- That's cool. You never told me that. Yeah, yeah, I manage. Well, it's like a really small team, so I've never wanted to like you know. It's like about a, anything. It's it's like a Kelly. It's like a Kelly reference. I manage my team. Your team just consists of you, and I'm a lot. <laughs> exactly, right? <laughs> exactly like that. <laughs> it's uh, and that's that's how I feel at times because I'm just like, there's no way that I I don't even see myself as a manager. I'm just like, there's no way that I can manage like a full team of people. <laughs> but um, it, we, I do manage uh, two other developers that are remote in uh in india and oh my god yeah so they work at nighttime because they're completely different hours but um yeah we build a bunch of 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 robots and that's basically most of my work nothing too interesting to like go on a tangent about or anything but just besides the fact that um we've had this just a crazy amount of, of robots we've had to build are you still doing contract work or you're officially settled in one place now since you said you're a manager yeah officially full time now for sure. Nice. Yeah. And I, and I've just settled down before I was like, like you mentioned, I was hopping around like multiple different contracts um, just because I wanted to get as much experience from different places as I could. And I was just more about making as much money as I could rather than like staying stable in a place and, you know, getting those the, the benefits right of being like a full time employee and all that. And now that I've settled down, uh, I've noticed that the uh, the workload has gone up, but at the same time, I feel like I'm not so frantic when it comes to having to worry about, oh, what contract is next? Or when this contract expires, like, do I have something else lined up? And I have to reach out to my recruiter and then go through all the interview processes. Like, I went through, like, fucking, I think, 20 interviews last year, something like that, just with different contracts. And some I didn't land, some I got. So yeah, it was just a whole bunch. So not having to go through that at all now is is very nice. Well, I'm very happy that you're like now stable and, you know, concrete. And now you're a manager of two, which is still, yeah, yeah. still impressive. <laughs> <laughs> a manager of two, but you know what? It's, it's paying the bills. It's it's good. And And I remember you and I had like a whole deep talk too about like, my mental health with having multiple contracts oh, and, yeah, and yeah. having all this workload. And you even told me you were like, you need to pick a date that you quit your contracts and that you just like can, can stay with That's one position. And so fucking funny because yes, I kind of remember that. But like, I also don't. And like, that's just, I don't know if that's like a neuro neurological issue but like I just be saying shit, bro, and then I just forget because like I don't know, my brain just deletes, and then someone comes back to me and they're like, "Oh my god, what you told me was like really inspiring." And I'm like, "I'm sorry about what? What did I say? Who are you? <laughs> like, where am I?" <laughs> like, you can impact someone's like massive life decision. <laughs> just be like, <laughs> "Oh yeah, I guess I did say something about that back then." Yeah, like someone could literally come up to me and be like, "I did what you told me, and now I'm a CEO of a company," and I'm just like who are you? Like, what did I say? Like, great. I'm glad, but amazing. I I followed your 12 step book on how to do this. And (laughs) you're like, wait, I wrote a book. I'm so convinced that would be the case. So I would write a book and then I'd be like, I forgot what I wrote in the book. And then I just have to reread it. Mm. Um, 
But I want to talk about your next topic because it's actually pretty funny um, in a scary way because I've also been there. Yeah, I was hesitant to talk about this topic because I told Brandon, I was like, what do my parents listen to this? But you know what? Whatever. Um, We're older, by the way. <laughs> but, you know. <laughs> right. It's It has to do with with just getting high high as balls is, is basically what it is. Um, for <laughs> any of, of you that don't know, I am a very, very big horror fanatic. I love watching oh, horror man. movies and just really disturbing, you know, anxiety inducing movies. And one of those that came out a couple months ago is called uh, Bo is Afraid with Joaquin Phoenix. Have you heard of that one? No, because I hate horror movies. I hate anything horror. That's actually that's very valid because um, this one was <laughs> from like A24 and it was from one of my uh, favorite directors. It's only made like two movies, but I, I really love his work. And basically, uh, I went to go see this movie and decided to uh, smoke a bunch since I have a card and I'm just like, okay, let me, let me get the full movie experience. I think it'd be really fun to see this like movie that everybody says is like an acid trip of a movie, like just really, really high. And so, Why? well, because That's I like, like messing I myself up like that, honestly. Yeah. This is like a little bit of a self harm problem. We're going here. Like you, <laughs> the way you introduced it, like I love anxiety inducing issues. I'm like, all right. Like, let's talk about that. There's a website called BetterHelp.com. They can match you with a therapist in 24 hours. See, it's another um, deep conversation that you're going to help me with and then forget like a couple months down the road. I would, you mean like, I did what you said. I stopped smoking marijuana. I hate horror movies. And like, I'm actually seeing a therapist. And I'm like, when the fuck did I say that? But go oh, on. man, the horror movies thing, though. I, I can't escape that. I got two horror movie tattoos. <laughs> Got a like, uh, got, hereditary. The, the next time you see me, I got them lasered off. I'm like, what the fuck did I say? Like, they convince <laughs> you to do all this. I'm like, I'm like Uncle Iroh, dude. Yeah. <laughs> um. So go ahead. So acid inducing or acid like um trip. Yeah, and it's a three hour long movie. By the way, I should I should probably mention that as well. Um, ridiculous. But went to this movie and I uh I noticed I was really high when I was waiting in line for the popcorn and I was looking around at the, just at, at everyone around me and I was just like, holy shit. What if these people know that I'm just high as balls right now? And they're all Dude. like talking amongst themselves about me. And this, this happens like a lot, I guess, to people. It hadn't happened oh, to yeah. me before, which is why it was so weird to me. But like people tell me stories about being like that paranoid that like everybody is hyper aware of them. And it's like, that's that's the first time I felt it. I don't know if you've ever felt that. I've I felt that before. Um, granted, mine was in a Publix, and I was like, "Dude, they know we're high. They know we smoke. We smell like it." Blah blah blah. And then I easily forgot about it because this is how my memory works. But wait, was it yeah, that time that there. you and I went to Publix? No, I wasn't oh. high. I was drunk. Oh my oh, god, we were, I was we were so drunk off my shit. Oh my god. Yeah, when we went to Publix <laughs> that one time, and you were well, like, you weren't off drunk. The wall. You were high. I was off the wall drunk. I forgot yeah. what the fuck I was drinking, but I was like, let's go to Publix. And you're like, okay. <laughs> yeah, because we were gonna get a. I think we were gonna surprise Daniela, right? Oh, that's it was right. her last day at Nordstrom, so we were gonna yes. surprise her with some some balloons like a little some snacks from Publix and like a, a bottle of sangria or whatever. I love that we're like let's surprise her me drunk as fuck anyway yeah so. you're grabbing all these balloons and I was just like chill Brandon like we got a limit that we <laughs> grabbing flowers snacks oh my gosh so <laughs> 
So fun time, fun time. how was your paranoia though? Was it just that when you got in the movie, did it get worse? Yeah. And then when I started and then when I sat in the movie, um, it's, it's really, really dark, but like the idea of a shooting happening in my theater entered my brain, my, my high ass. And I was like, Oh no, like, what am I going to do? I'm in the worst seat because I'm in the seat that's like right behind the, um, you know, where you like walk in and then you turn to go into your seats. You're like in one shooter's of the, range. Yeah, I was exactly shooter's yeah. range. I was right there. And so I was thinking about like what I do. Do I duck under the seat? Do I like just fucking haul ass? Do I, do I try to tackle the that's guy? Such a like scary thought to have, but it is it like necessary, is. I guess. I always think about that at work because I'm the front desk person. I work in hospitals um, and I'm just like, damn, like. There's a security guard before me, so I'm like, I got some time, but like, I'm basically just like a sitting duck at some points too. Exactly. Um, we're gonna have to put the podcast on pause for a quick second. I realized my laptop is like about to die, so I need to grab the charger. You're good. Okay, let's go. <laughs> all right, all right, I'm back. Okay, nice. let's go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> So did it get um, better by the end of the movie or? So the good thing is as much as people said, it's like a super anxiety inducing movie and this and that. And and I started panicking as the movie was starting. Cause I was like, what if the anxiety oh of this movie is going to like mess me up so much? Like, what if I'm just going to like have like a, an anxiety attack in this movie? Don't tell me I'm, you were like, I found peace in the movie. And then what happened afterwards? though, you will like never uh, uh, believe this. I sat for another few minutes until finally I found peace with the movie. I hate you. That's so. No, the movie honestly wasn't as anxiety inducing as I, as I thought it was going to be. And I actually started just like getting into it when I was, when I was watching it, it kind of just went away, uh, thankfully. But I yeah, was just dude. like, whoa, I've never been like paranoid high out in public before. So that was it. <laughs> Won't do it again. More. I can't, that's why I don't do that stuff. Cause for me, like, I do have a little bit of an anxiety problem, but it's just, like, when I get a thought like that, like, the shooting thought, I guess, right? It's really hard for me to come down. Like, it is such, like, a light switch moment where it flips on, and it's really hard to turn off. Right. But, besides that, I'm glad that you didn't um do something stupid, and I don't understand how horror movies bring you at peace, but I'm glad it did. <laughs> um, They're so fun. <laughs> i'm going to talk about some of the things that happened with me um and if we have time we can go back to i know you have some you know but i just want to get some of mine out of the way oh too. no you're fine yeah like let's kind of just go like uh back and forth i feel like would be good otherwise i'd be talking for way too long i can't do that to my <laughs> to myself since we've been gone um since you've been gone uh there's there's me singing um wow. i had my birthday <laughs> i know i'm i sound just like <laughs> kelly clarkson um was that her? Um, anyway. Ooh. Ooh. What was that? That's Wendy Williams. Ooh. Was that Jared? Uh, what is his name? Ah, fuck. Whatever. We're moving on. <laughs> what? You know that meme though, right? Wendy Williams and it's like the Halloween episode and she's, oh, oh it's James. She goes, what was yes. that? Uh, James? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, what is um, the guy on the screen? I know what you're talking about now. <laughs> um, so some things have happened since we've been gone. Um, I had my birthday. 
So I'm now officially 24. I feel like I have so much to do before I'm 25. Yes. Yes. But it's also got it back. it's also anxiety inducing. Not really, but I do really feel like I have to do something before I'm 25 because quarter of a century. Um, and I'm trying to figure out that birthday too, because I feel like that's an important one to have. But basically my birthday was celebrated between me and like 15 friends. I was really fucking drunk and like four people did chicoutry boards. Love it though. But um that's basically it. Loved it. Um Was it you that told me you had a hard time pronouncing charcuterie? No. Oh, okay, never mind. Maybe I thought I was about to oh, say, like, um, wow, character. No, 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 no. You're thinking of uh Timothy Chalamet when I was like, oh, people always say like Timothy charcuterie board or Timothy something like that. <laughs> I think that's what you're thinking of. I'm not sure. Timothy Salamander, yeah. Salamander. Oh, Perfect. whoa. Ooh. James, what was that? Um, that scared the <laughs> fuck out of me. Just now. <laughs> my Rosie's having a blast on her birthday. <laughs> Love it because she heard me talking about her birthday, and she's like, "Girl, me too. It's my birthday. Yeah, Turn true, on." True, true. Sorry, you can continue. Um, <laughs> so uh, since then, as well, I went to Jacksonville. I um, for people that live in Florida, and it's like, why the fuck would you want to go to Jacksonville? I don't know. Just wanted to go. I went more so for what is that place? Saint Augustine. Wow, I, literally the one question I was going to ask you is why you chose Jacksonville because I was so interested in that place out of <laughs> anywhere else you could possibly go. And you Look, said, I don't know, I, I just wanted to. to. <laughs> I wanted to go on a mini road trip. And so I wanted to go to like, for the short time that I'm going to be in Florida, I kind of want to explore what it has to offer. So now I know that Jacksonville has nothing to offer. Sorry if you live there, but it's mainly St. Augustine that's like pulling in the people. Um, you didn't go to Bucky's? I remember you mentioned that yes, you really loved that place. I did go place. to Bucky's. I did go to Bucky's. Um, love it. Jealous. Love Bucky's. Went with um, my friend Gino. So it was pretty fun. Um, since we last talked to, um, there was an episode where I said that I got a new job as a hospital. So yes, as you heard, I do work at a hospital. Um, information information specialist. Fancy. Ooh. I'm just a fucking, um, <laughs> I'm just the bitch that makes the biscuits. I'm literally just the front desk person, but I do alternate now between a general hospital, a children's hospital and a women's hospital. So that's kind of exciting. Um, and I do like a various amount of different things because I'm just a clerk. So basically it's a bitch boy. Um, no, I love my job actually. So I don't want to make it sound like I don't, but that is. It's been going on, which is cool. I've been continuing school, which is a pain in my ass. I'm going for cybersecurity. So love that for me. Um, oh, wow. So you've been like super busy because I've been talking about like how, how busy I am, but you're doing the hospital gig and you're also going to school. Yeah. You know, I'm out here putting in the hours. A single mom that works too hard. Um, <laughs> that's on MILF Manor. Um, <laughs> literally. The first job is the hospital. The second job is being on an island where I'm dating young men. Um, the dream, the dream. Can I can I ask you real quick why you chose like a uh, cybersecurity? Um, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I was like, so it's great, not great. that <laughs> cybersecurity is going to always be in demand. Um, you know, so I feel like for job security wise, that's a reason. I also just really like working with code. Like I've also went to the boot camp that Gabe did and I find myself having so much fun in my Python class 
And I'm like, damn, Brandon, this is literally not what I'm going to school for. Like, I'm not going to school for uh, fucking software development or whatever. But software development is just too fucking hard for me. I just, or maybe I'm just playing down my intelligence, but I don't know. We'll see what the future has. Because I'm sure if I get a cybersecurity job and I I will be working with like Python and like Java and all this shit. Um, I'm sure that if I do want to go for something more Cody, I could do it. Just like how you went from web mm-hmm. development to Roblox, Roblox, Roblox to Roblox. Yeah, I do Roblox <laughs> now, and it's honestly Roblox, like so fun. Robots programming analytics RPA, right? Or programming? What is it called? Yeah, it's uh, I wish it was Roblox. Uh, Thing <laughs> 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 because it's it's like people are like what <laughs> it's robotic process automations that sounds robotic real. process i, I want to point out that you you are downplaying your intelligence a little bit because you passed the boot ca- uh, camp and i remember you telling me like how i think like how easy you felt like it was like it kind of like just uh was a breeze uh towards the end of it and i remember towards the end i was like absolutely struggling for me, I'm more of a back-end kind of person. I'm a back-end developer. If I would like to put a name to it, than a front-end developer because I can't fucking stand C- uh, CSS. Can't. I cannot mm. stand CSS. So you like taking it from the back and your back-end <laughs> developer, which I think is like really fitting for you, honestly. <laughs> oh, my God. Literally, though, do not ask me to center a fucking div. I can't do it. I don't want to do it. <laughs> I can't do it. No. I don't want to do it. Just let me do my fucking API requests, my HTTP gets, I'm good. Just leave me alone. I do not want to turn that box orange. So your like deviation in your answer was let me do cybersecurity, actually. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see what happens. I mean, like, whatever. I need a bachelor's degree. And I feel like not that cybersecurity is easy, but I feel like I could I feel like I could do anything that I set my mind to, but I don't know. I don't know. I just like cybersecurity. Mm-hmm. Cool. One year. Yeah, I've actually, I've always been really, really interested interested in cybersecurity. I feel like if I hadn't gone the path that I did, I would have ended up there as well. Just because, I don't know, it seems really, really, like, interesting. And I've, I've gotten into some of the, like, coding concepts. And, like, like you said, it's more back-end, which I, I always prefer. So, Well, you know, it's also, too, it's, like, with cybersecurity, and this is such a tangent, sorry, but... um. <laughs> You do, like you said, it's a lot more back end, but it's also like, um, you know, it still relates to the world of coding. Um, right. For me, once I get my degree, what I would like to do is an ethical hacker position. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's possible. Um, but other than that, um, I have just two more topics and then I'll let you get to your last three topics. Um, I did go to a raise game recently. So, you know, I'm in my straight era. We were hitting them balls and shit, you know, you know, what's concept though, that was like very, I guess like it's a thing that happens, but like me, I don't like breaking rules, even though I'm like, fuck society. And then I'm like, Oh my God, I just cut in line. Um, seat swapping is a thing. Did not know that at all. Seat swapping. Hold on, you need to you need to educate me because I I got to be completely honest with you. I I am not a very big baseball fan at all. I found it's like super. All right, we'll boring. get into this. We'll get into this after I mention that I also went to a Shrek rave. Did it? I thought I was gonna have an anxiety attack at the rave. Didn't. Had so much fun. Um, and then I left like two hours in because it was going from like nine to three a.m. And I'm like, all right, 
I work tomorrow. Um, but uh, the race game at baseball, um, I guess, is the only sport that you can really do this in. But like, you pay for your seat or whatever, and then like halfway through the game or whatever, like you can just walk around and just sit in like empty seats around the stadium, like get a better seat. And I was like, all right, you guys are bullshitting me. And we sat in a random section and the people there really fucked with us. And we were talking and shit like that. And then these two people get up and they're like, all right, we're going to go see if we can steal better seats down there. But it was nice to like talk to you guys. And I'm like, holy shit, they were they were also stealing seats. And they were like, I'm telling you, dude, it's such a common practice in baseball. And I'm like, oh, OK, did not know that. Dang. So yeah, because like any sporting event that I've gone to, I've like tried that and it, it never ends up well because like, for example, we went to a UFC event once and well, I tried to go to the lower right section. Then, that's not a good idea. Not a good idea at all. My friend was very bold, though. He was like, let's let's try this out. And I was like, all right, let's, well, you know, no harm in trying. But there's a security guard right there. He was like, no. Yeah. So I was only told to do it for baseball. So whatever. It's not like a go to freaking sports on the regular but. wait so you went to a shrek rave like is this what what is a shrek is it just like a rave it's a that rave that's like okay that makes sense gotcha it doesn't have the, well at least the first dj didn't play a lot of shrek songs which i was really disappointed about but the theme was just shrek which was cool dude shrek has a fire soundtrack especially shrek 2 they had to capitalize ex- on all those songs oh they didn't though so mad about it anyway Ugh. Your home is filled with plants. <laughs> <laughs> well, just go through them real quick. Go through it. I want to talk about do you know what? I'm going to tell you how to do your list real quick. Do the plants, do the chair, and then do the routine. That sounds good to me. Okay. You know what? I'm going to skip the our routine and we, we can save that for next episode. But okay. uh, very big into plants. And so I collect a, a bunch of plants and I litter my house with them to the point where it's just like a little, a little jungle in here. And it's, it's funny cause we have like an apartment, but I have 34 plants total. Oh my God. And it's like, I don't even like, I'm running out of space to put these, but I just love having them in. And you think like, Gabe, that's a, that's a whole lot to take uh, care of. And Gabe, it is a whole lot to take care of. Brandon, I'm happy you mentioned that because it is, it, it's a bunch <laughs> to take care of. And so I have to like go out of my way. I like to have to like clear out my schedule for like, a good like hour hour and a half a week yeah i just honestly it's like a it's a, it's like a little hobby on its own but there's like something very uh, uh peaceful of having like a plant care routine in the house and just taking care of all of this uh greenery and then like it's so rewarding too when you get to like watch them grow and and then like propagate them um this is so not interesting to anybody that's <laughs> not into plants well, you know what? they're like what, what the fuck bro you just <laughs> so fun to watch them grow <laughs> well you know <laughs> brandon's like yeah i watched paint dry last week it was pretty fun <laughs> you know we're not here to judge your hobbies game but and it was actually kind of funny because like it went from like Shrek Rave and you're like, yeah, I really like watching my plants grow. <laughs> That's why I was like, man, I was getting into Shrek Rave. I got to talk about my greenery. Well, you know what? My Let herbs. me ask you this. You have so many plants. Like had, how do you keep up with that? Because I feel like if I have one, which I've had had one and it has died, I cannot imagine what 34 you have, you said. Yeah, some plants. It's funny. Some plants are like kind of like 
snobby and they're like like really really All right, like... next topic <laughs> <laughs> he said that's enough <laughs> you're like they just they're really weird like sometimes like try to bring up like taxes to them and like they just don't want to do them and it's like some need distilled water and like and some <laughs> others are okay with the tap <laughs> <laughs> oh my okay maybe <laughs> anyways last last thing that i really that, that i had but on that's the list cool. here. i like that i wish i could be you know there's a term oops there's a term that um that's actually in the gay community called like plant or we're no well yeah there's like a um i forget what it's called fuck but there's like i don't know why i'm sorry like let me get to my topic i'm literally just speaking to myself and the fucking <laughs> ghost in my room or whatever but there is a thing of like a gay plant dad kind of scenario, uh, like like that it's a niche, I guess. Yeah, that like gay people and plants are like almost somewhat correlated. Right, like everyone probably knows a gay that's really obsessed with plants. Like I have a friend that's like has a million plants as well, and like you always see the fucking TikToks and the reels, and it's just like holy shit, how the fuck can you do that? Yeah, there's so this uh, like Asian YouTuber that I follow that is like he's gay and uh I forget his channel name, but he's uh he's like my go to person for plants. Like he's got like, his house like just it's like a garden in there. It's a form of like trauma relief. I it has to be. Like I I it can't see any other way, but it's cool. I would love to like treat my trauma like that. <laughs> maybe like it means like you couldn't take care of your um like you had no one taking care of you so now you have to take care of others and that's plants i don't know i'm not a fucking psychologist but whoa um, you know? yeah let's uh let's end the podcast right here <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i just i would love to be one of those gays that's just like when i have a house just plants everywhere but that will never be me they will be fake as fuck just like honestly no i'm just kidding damn honestly yeah. there is like this like snobby thing with like uh plant owners where it's like they hate artificial plants and they like will they will like just badmouth people that have fake plants and it's like bro it's not that deep i personally wouldn't have <laughs> fake plants personally you know what me. pisses me off more than racist <laughs> people that own artificial plants <laughs> bro fuck those guys <laughs> um but let me let me I want to know about your desk chair, because you talked so much about your desk chair, not in this podcast, but in our little meeting beforehand. I want to know about it because you keep me in suspense. It's one of those that like you it's fully, fully adjustable, like even the things that like I didn't even think about, like the fact that you can change the depth of the chair, like how far it goes out, how far it like comes or like how close it is to you. You change like the um the tension of the uh what is it called the back part of the chair so i need to um i need to see like a photo of it or something because if you like just google ergonomic chair which is definitely not what i did um it looks really shitty (laughs) okay hold on let me let me actually send this one to you it just looks like a regular like office chair which like i'm if it is what that is like cool but i feel like you're hyping this up and like i'm expecting like something's more solid like uh very very nice uh chair it honestly it doesn't it does look like a normal chair like it doesn't really look like anything special it's just the little like the fact you can i'm i'm over it this podcast is done this podcast is done <laughs> cut the cameras said, dead ass. That's I'm enough. Over it. 
that's so ridiculous Gabe like if I I'm not gonna put the I'm not even I'm not gonna put your business out there like that but like that that's like oh my god like I could pay off a credit card with that like are you kidding me like get the fuck out of here I'm over it bye like when when you said when you said like oh don't judge the price I was like all right I expected like somewhere near like a couple you know the well yeah a couple hundred I didn't think it was actually going to cross the line into the next territory (laughs) yeah I'm uh it's listen I was it hurts it hurt a bunch to buy it it hurts dude it hurt well no it doesn't hurt me now my ass is great and my back is perfect like it helps my posture uh, a bunch because like that's another thing is i'm sitting all day the chair that i had before this let me preface was a 50 dollar walmart chair it was like in their like clearance section and i had that chair for like a good two years so i finally was like i'm gonna the next chair i'm gonna get is like gonna be insane and well you uh, know yeah. i can't i can't really judge you for it because your work is literally your home exactly so you're yeah. investing in uh, my job my health yeah. yeah also you know what really quick tangent before we end the podcast i want to get into um one of those uh virtual reality rooms have you ever seen them virtual reality rooms well it's like you have the gear right you have the hel- um the helmet hello you have the goggles the earplugs you have oh, the hand they make you things. feel like you are fully like in that game. Yeah, yeah, you have the hands, which they're working on making like gloves instead of the actual controls, but then they actually hook you up to a moving platform. So the platform moves based off your movements, obviously. So if you want to like walk in a certain direction, you actually physically walk. So it's like fully immersed into the game that you're in. I'm like, damn, Whoa. that's so fucking cool. Dude, isn't it funny that I would like, die so fast? I'd be so out of breath. I'd be like, "Oh my god, just kill me!" Yeah, I, no, one hundred percent. We'd be tired, and especially like the <laughs> average gamer would not last like twenty minutes in that. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but isn't it funny? It's something that we like dreamed about as kids. Like, I don't know about you, but I always thought about like the idea of being transported into a video game and then just like well, being that character and going through the levels and everything. And it's kind of like it's happening now. My favorite um, show growing up was Code Lyoko, which I don't know if you ever watched it. Yes. It's basically oh that, getting in the scanners and going into like the virtual reality. I'm just like, wow, I would love to do that. But then like, there's the flip side of that, which is um, the anime Sword Art Online, which is like you don't leave unless you win the game. And if you die in the game, you die in real life. And I'm like, damn. That is heavy, dude. Oh, my God. Do you remember that? Code is heavy. Dude, that Code Lyoko was like... Kolioko is my life, bro. I have fucking stickers from that Dude, show. Do you remember that, that theme show. song? Let me see. Yeah, it's on my playlist. Play. <laughs> <laughs> I can find it. Did you find it? There you go. Can you hear quick. that? Yeah. Dude. That's our outro, everyone, actually. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> copyright struck right now. <laughs> oh my god, this is copyright strike, wouldn't it be? I think so. But this it's this is crazy. It's so nostalgic. It is. I love that. But no. anyway, it is time for the end of the podcast. So thank you everyone for listening to our season two, episode one. Hopefully it sounded a little bit more better. Hopefully it sounds a little bit more. Yes. I'm sorry. Sounds... I didn't mean to cut you off. It was just no, really delayed. You <laughs> You're like, I yeah. actually hit that button like a minute ago. 
No, but in all seriousness, I hope that it sounded a little bit better. I hope that it sounded, you know, a little bit more fluid with all the new segments. I hope you enjoyed it. Yeah. But um, this has been really fun, though. I, I honestly like um, um, just a quick uh, end of the episode. I do look forward to these podcasts and I feel like we will have like a bunch to discuss. And yeah, thanks for uh, for being a, a great co-host, Brandon. Oh, thank you for also being a great co-host. Uh, we'll catch Those you in the next episode. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Till next time. Till we do another sentimental goodbye. Bye, dudes. Bye, queens.